Without further ado, I'd like to introduce my friend and the best friend of Al-Anon, Ann Bingham, the co-founder of Al-Anon. Ann. to uh, thank the chairman and the committees of AA and uh, Alnon. I also want to thank my hostess, Karen. And I also want to thank Betty Ann, who helped me find my room. I had a horrible time finding my room. <laughs> this is confusing. Confusion and confusion. Well, anyhow, <laughs> I didn't come here because there, there isn't anyone that I know here outside of Lois and Elsa. But I came here because Lois is going to be here. Lois came here because she thought I was going to be here. Now, this is confusing, too. It's been uh, the last meeting I spoke at was in uh, Denver. That was 75. That's a long time ago. <laughs> well, anyhow, I met Lois and Bill in 42. I met them at my husband's sponsor's home. And you know, it's a, a strange mystery, the way he got the sponsor. Our, uh, oh, this is very interesting. <laughs> This is it. Uh, our uh, doctor, who didn't know what AA was, said to me, you go up and see Wilbur, because I was at my end's wit, and I was going to leave, period. Well, I went to see Wilbur, and it was years after that that I knew that that was his last binge, too. <laughs> he was sober, and he went on his last binge. Well, anyhow... I am very, uh, I'll draw a blank every once in a while, don't mind me. <laughs> um, talk about memories, heavenly day. Lois and I were taping all morning, and that's all I have to do is tape and talk, and talk and tape. But, um, we started the Elnon Pam Group headquarters in 51. And we had uh, a lot of ups and downs. We managed to get out of them. And uh, now that we have the archives, uh, everything's going into the archives. I don't have an Elnon piece of literature home. But anyhow, um, I hope that Lois finds a little black book that we used to keep. Because when we first started, the, we called it the clearinghouse. And, <laughs> and uh, Lois and I would put out the money to have this literature sent away. And lo and behold, 
One day, wouldn't you know, it would be a man from Lynn, Massachusetts, send us a donation. That was our first donation. And after that, it, it really came up very nicely. I don't, I really don't, um, <laughs> as I say, I draw a blank. I'm not a speaker, and I haven't spoken for a long time. But um, I do want to um, say a few words from my, which I call my famous poet, Walt Whitman, in memory of my daughter, who died in January because of alcoholism. And these words, I think, are very appropriate. I come to you then in love and thought to tell you that immorality, immorality can never be bought. You must come to God in humility and love and send your heart uh, to him who is just above. And thank you very much. You know, <laughs> there were there were a few things that I should tell you. You know, leave it to Ma leave it to Betty Ann. She's the one that can really get you into the mood of it. But I did know Doctor Bob. I did know Annie, and I just loved them. And Annie used to smoke. And this is a time when you couldn't get a cigarette because I don't. They had prohibition on cigarettes. But she smoked halfway down. Well, when Bill ran out of cigarettes, he would go around and collect any cigarettes and smoke them. <laughs> and I think that uh, maybe I did too, because I used to be a heavy smoker for a long time, a very heavy smoker. I stopped smoking. It didn't. It didn't bother me. Uh, occasionally I'll have a cigarette, but uh, <laughs> what do they say? Little by little you work up to it, just like the alcoholic. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about me the other night we were in Santa Paula about? It? Yes, I think the best thing for the Alman to do is to uh, keep in contact and don't be afraid to be a, a volunteer. And when you know about somebody that's new, telephone. I used to use the telephone all the time. And I've been away from Alman for a while because I traveled all around. I went here, there, and everywhere. Uh, but I never forgot Alman. When I was in Alman, I took the fourth step. And it was this step that helped me to remember not to be greedy and not to be resentful. And so since then, I've learned to love. I learned to love anybody, good or bad. And so I love you all. And God bless you.
Thank you, Anne. What a privilege. Now I'd like to get on with the speaker um, for this afternoon. Thank you, Noah. It is also our good fortune to have with us a co-founder of Al-Anon. Now, she has been away from the New York area for some time, but I don't think any of us could forget that if it had not been for Andy in those early days, 25 years ago, it might have not have been quite as easy for Lois to accomplish what Alan has become today. And is. Especially to be on the platform of Lois. I think way back when Lois asked me to help her start Almond's headquarters, all I did was, well, punch the typewriter. But at Terminon, I learned so much from all the many things that uh, he put forth in making Almond a great success. I am all, I'm just overwhelmed when I think of the very first time that we decided to start the headquarters and what it is now. And it's only because all you people have been so marvelous and helpful in making Alamon a success. And not only a success for Alamon, but a success for yourselves in your own lives. So thank you very much, and I appreciate being here. I'd like to introduce my friend and the best friend of Al-Anon, Ann Bingham, the co-founder of Al-Anon. Ann.
thank you. I want to uh, thank the chairman and the committees of AA and uh, Alnon. I also want to thank my hostess, Karen. And I also want to thank Betty Ann, who helped me find my room. I had a horrible time finding my room. This is confusing. Confusion and confusion. Well, anyhow, I didn't come here because there isn't anyone that I know here outside of Lois and Elsa. But I came here because Lois is going to be here. Lois came here because she thought I was going to be here. Now, this is confusing, too. It's been uh, the last meeting I spoke at was in uh, Denver. That was 75. That's a long time ago. <laughs> well, anyhow, I met Lois and Bill in 42. I met them at my husband's sponsor's home. And you know, it's a, a strange mystery the way he got the sponsor. Our, uh, oh, this is very interesting. <laughs> this is it. Uh, our uh, doctor who didn't know what AA was said to me, you go up and see Wilbur, because I was at my end's wit and I was going to leave, period. Well, I went to see Wilbur, and it was years after that that I knew that that was his last binge, too. <laughs> he was sober, and he went on his last binge. Well, anyhow, I am very... Uh, I'll draw a blank every once in a while. Don't mind me. <laughs> um, talk about memories. Heavenly day. Lois and I were taping all morning. And that's all I have to do is tape and talk. And talk and tape. But um, we started the Elnon Pam Group headquarters in 51. And we had uh, a lot of ups and downs. We managed to get out of them. And uh, now that we have the archives, uh, everything's going into the archives. I don't have a Nalnon piece of literature home. <laughs> but anyhow, um, I hope that Lois finds a little black book that we used to keep because when we first started, the we called it the clearinghouse, and <laughs> and uh, Lois and I would put out the money to have this literature sent away. And lo and behold, one day, wouldn't you know, it would be a man from Lynn, Massachusetts, send us a donation. That was our first donation, and after that, it. It really came up very nicely. I don't, I really don't, um, <laughs> as I say, I draw a blank. I'm not a speaker, and I haven't spoken for a long time. But um, 
I do want to um, say a few words from my, which I call my famous poet, Walt Whitman, in memory of my daughter who died in January because of alcoholism. And these words, I think, are very appropriate. I come to you then in love and thought to tell you that immorality, immorality can never be bought. You must come to God in humility and love and send your heart uh, to him who is just above. And thank you very much. Tell him a little bit about Dr. Bob, a little bit about oh. Bill and Annie, and Annie, Cigarettes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to tell him? <laughs> you know. <laughs> There were, there were a few things that I should tell you. <laughs> you know, leave it to, Ma leave it to Betty Ann. She's the one that can really get you into the mood of it. But I did know Dr. Bob. I did know Annie. And I just loved them. And Annie used to smoke. And this is a time when you couldn't get a cigarette. Because I don't know if I had prohibition on cigarettes. But she smoked halfway down. Well, when Bill ran out of cigarettes, he would go around and collect any cigarettes and smoke them. <laughs> and I think that uh, maybe I did too, because I used to be a heavy smoker for a long time. A very heavy smoker. I stopped smoking. It didn't, it didn't bother me. Uh, occasionally I'll have a cigarette, but, uh, <laughs> what do they say? Little by little, you work up to it, just like right. the alcoholic. <laughs> Why don't you tell them about the other night we were in Santa Paula about your closing words for them, about us keeping in contact and keeping in communication? Yes, I think the best thing for the Alman to do is to uh, keep in contact and don't be afraid to be a, a volunteer. And when you know about somebody that's new, telephone. I used to use the telephone all the time. And I've been away from Alamon for a while because I traveled all around. I went here, there, and everywhere. Uh, but I never forgot Alamon. When I was in Alamon, I took the fourth step. And it was this step that helped me to remember not to be greedy and not to be resentful. And so since then, I've learned to love, and I've learned to love anybody, good or bad. And so I love you all, and God bless you. Thank you, Anne. What a privilege.